0: All right, this is going to be good because this is the last thing to do today before just submerging myself into the couch and watching Love is Blind with probably my second and third spin drift of the day. Welcome to Love What is my show called? Not Love is Blind. That's my TV show that I'm watching. Welcome to Totally Normal with Lindsay Crisler. That's me. I'm your host. I love to talk about love life, everything love life. And I find that the things that we don't talk about, the things that we are scared to talk about are the things that give us problems. And I am here to tell you that your problems with your love life are not just yours. You are not alone. And I posted an Instagram story the other day asking what people's questions were, and I got some really good questions about love life. We're going to answer one of those today. One of them is a whole can of worms. I'm going to avoid that one and go for the one that maybe is a little bit easier to answer. But before we do that, let's just talk about what's going on. I was incredibly grumpy earlier today. I'm feeling resourced. I'm feeling my my spirit renewed with the hope of a TV to watch. There's nothing better than knowing you have a show. And I went to see my personal trainer, and we worked on my fear of falling, and it was exciting. It was intimate. It was, woo, yeah, I was experiencing many sensations, mostly the fear of falling and the fear of humiliation is really what's going on there. What else is happening yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a familiar spot where I'm trying some new things for my relational development to be as calm and grounded and wholehearted as I possibly can. There are little ways that I get stuck. And so I've been practicing doing things differently. And then what that brings up is a lot of emotion in me, a lot of release, a lot of just like newness that makes me excited for the future. It gives me more hope, but it also is very uncomfortable in the moment So I've been trying to do less problem solving for other people to greet people's pain with anxiety and problem solving is, is not everybody's favorite. So highly recommend do not doing that. Had to handle some conflict breathing during that. That was exciting slash scary, but good. I went to a wedding, my first wedding since my own wedding. Really fun to go to a wedding after my wedding and not have the idea of my wedding What my wedding will be in my mind. It was a different frame of reference. It was really good. It was really good. I really recommend writing your own vows. This couple did, we did. I think writing your own vows is my number one piece of advice. Even if you do it the morning of, I think the bride in this wedding did it the morning of, her vows were great. They can be simple, they can be sweet. It's so important. And I have thought about my vows many times since I got married. So that's my marriage tip, my wedding tip. The other tip I have is to keep it as simple as possible because so many little things start adding up and you want to give everyone this amazing experience. But honestly, if you invite good people to your wedding that support you and support your person and really celebrate you, if you have enough people like that and you have some good food, it does not matter what else happens. Nobody cares. We had a really weird DJ and nobody cared. Yeah, nobody cares. People just want to get together and people want to witness the ceremony. My favorite podcast, POOG, with Kate Berlant and Jacqueline Novak. Um, Kate was talking about how weddings are the last living theater, the last living art And I think it's really true. People are going to be entertained and they're also going there to support you to their fullest. So if you invite good people, no matter if it's 10 people or 150 people, I guess 300 people still do that, feed them, welcome them, and they will have a great time because people love weddings. You do not need to make it an amazing experience. That was something I wish I had really realized. I probably knew subconsciously, but I wish I had paid attention to that, but it's fine. My wedding was great. As my sister says, it was perfect. I haven't decided whether I'm going to be a podcast that talks about my menstrual cycle or not. I wish more people talked about it all the time. So it wasn't a thing when I did it. But anyway, I have PMS. My energy is lower. I'm going into the winter season of my cycle. I've talked about seasons on cycles before. I really believe in it. Summer, fall, winter, spring. So I'm heading from fall into winter and I can feel it. The energy is drawing in and I really hope I get my energy back for my Halloween party on Monday because I'm dressing up as life and Robbie's dressing up as death. And I think it's going to be really, really cool. I hope, I hope we pull it off. Robbie definitely will pull it off. I just, I need to work pretty hard on my costume. I haven't really done it yet. Let's get into the the listener question. So the listener question on Instagram was, will my next relationship be the same? I E will all the same shit come up with every partner? So I remember the first person that told me this, and I thought it was a horrible thing to say. She was talking about the wheel of samsara, this, this idea in Buddhism that I don't know very well, but basically it's this eternal wheel of suffering. Like you, you never get off until you die and you, you just go through the cycle of suffering, cycle of suffering, and you go over and over and over and over it. Is that what it is? I don't really know. Anyway, I remember her telling me, if you don't solve it in this relationship, it's going to go to the next one. Another person told me the way that you break up with somebody is the way that you start the next relationship. I think there's a few things to keep in mind. One is the way you break up with somebody, you really do want to show up for the breakup with as much open communication and integrity and love in your heart as freaking possible. The problem with being in love when you do your breakup is that you may get reattached and you may do another round with that person, even though it's time to go. But the payoff is that you end knowing that you did everything you possibly could. You didn't leave anything on the table and you leave that person better than when you found that person, right? Because you've given them a growth experience. You've given them an experience of love. And even if it's not the way they wanted it to end, even if it's not the way you wanted to end, if you can actually respect that person in the breakup process, as my teacher used to say, show up for the funeral, don't ghost them on the funeral part it gives you a lot of groundedness. And then what you do for the next relationship is you start without a resentful broken heart, right? Maybe a broken heart, but not a resentful, full of vengeance, full of Anger towards that last person. That anger travels with you to the next relationship. So, if you can't, if you don't have the benefit of breaking up with somebody in a loving way because of their nutso behavior, then you can do it yourself. You can go through a grieving process yourself and a closing ceremony yourself and then start the next relationship with an open heart. So, that's one way to not do it over again, over and over and over again. But she did say, if you don't solve it, meaning like if you don't evolve, if you don't get the consciousness that you are here to get, from the relationship difficulty if you don't learn as much as you possibly can then yes you will repeat the same thing next time i don't know if that's true the guys i have dated have been incredibly different but if i go back in time there's this core wound that travels through all the relationships which is not knowing how great i am really like feeling like all my all, a lot of people tell me how great i am but really feeling deeply the confidence and the self-worth that comes from loving myself deeply and then hoping that a partner will love me and fix that problem for me. That's been a core wound that has gone with me in every single relationship, even my marriage now. And that's my life path. My life path is loving myself, taking really good care of myself, and then taking that love and extending out to another versus all the other ways you can do it. That's not everybody's. Like some people need to be nicer. Some people need to be more open hearted. That's not mine. Mine is I need to deeply, deeply, deeply love and take care of myself and have that translate to my relationship. After every breakup, it might have gone down differently. You may have had better reasons to break up with this person or you may have gotten dumped and like all of that might be different. But a couple days out when you're crying, like you're crying about the same thing. The more you stay conscious of like what your things are, what are your wounds, not like only stay there. One of my other teachers says, don't dwell on the wound, dwell on the wellness. Christiane Pelmas says that. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want to dwell on it. You want to know yourself. You want to know yourself and you want to know your things. So if you get into relationship with controlling people, if you get into relationship with people who criticize you and then that has you be codependently apology, like apologizing for yourself or always losing your temper or always not speaking up about the stuff that you're seeing, about the impact that the person is having. It all might look very, very different, but at the end of the day, you have your piece that you need to work on and that you need to do. And the more you do it in this relationship, the better it will go in the next relationship. And if you're not in a relationship right now, yes, the things that you broke up over the last time, that feeling that you had about yourself, that feeling you had about life is definitely going to come back up. But you can evolve. You can evolve and it gets better and better and better. I cannot believe how much better it went from my engagement, I don't know, 10 years ago to my marriage now. The way that I'm communicating, the way that I am taking care of myself, the boundaries that I hold for myself. And all of that is because I Really effed that up in the when I was engaged to the last guy. Really effed that up. Like really, did some deep abandoning of myself and a bunch of regrets, <laughs> a ton of regrets you know? And so I harvested that experience. Like it was very painful and I was embarrassed, but I really worked it. I really, really worked it. And I really worked it to understand it. And then, and then it's like, yes. And then let go and feel how great you are again. And your joy and your aliveness and your wonderment with the world and your, your unique essence that you bring to the world, to your friends, to your next relationship. Right. And then you dwell in the wellness and. The wisdom and the strength and the amazingness. You don't want to spend, you know, a bunch of time worrying about repeating the past. So that's my answer. I think it will repeat. It will get better if you pay attention to it. And, you know, we all have a curriculum in life. As Anne Lamott says, in earth school, we are all in earth school. We all have a different curriculum. Some of us are in love life kindergarten. Some of us feel like we're in love life grad school. Some of us probably are really wrong about their assessment of of themselves, both for better or for worse. But we all have tests at the end of the semester, each time, each relationship. There's tests usually three months in, six months in, two years in, before every big step and big commitment, becoming exclusive, meeting the family, moving in together, traveling together for the first time, sex for the first time committing to long-term partnership, committing to a child, you know, there's usually at every one of those transitions, a test, something that you have to be conscious of and strong about. Otherwise, if it's your core wound, which it usually is, and that that gets mixed in there, it can take you out to sea. And you hopefully find a partner that um, is sweet to you about your core wounds and you can be sweet to them about their core wounds and you give yourself a lot of appreciation and a lot of love as you figure these things out. Yeah. Think about it. If you're in relationship right now, think about all your past exes. What was the feeling with them? And what was like if you could do it over again, is there something you would do different yourself? And I wonder if it's the same thing in each relationship. The other question I got is what is going on with men right now? And I'm going to answer that next time. So if you have a question yourself, if you want to talk about love life stuff, if you want to hear me discuss any issue that's going on with dating or breaking up or getting married or any of the things, sexuality, anything, just email Show at gmail.com. You can also join the Substack group and subscribe on there. And there's a way to comment on each episode and really engage there. And um, yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will talk to you all next week, every Friday. We are totally normal and we keep going.